could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need. Indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign. And we handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project, and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. Natalia, solid dismount, but that little pause is a deduction. Top tumblers hope to stick the landing with Coach Jasmine. That aerial sequence still needs work. She needs more certified athletic trainers to find her balance. Focus. I'm going to need you for the all-around. Wait, who's spotting the vaults? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Did you know that carbon monoxide is odorless and invisible? And the only way to detect it is by installing carbon monoxide or CO alarms. First Alert is reminding you to install CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. Also, remember, alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 5 to 10 years depending on your alarm. Protect your home and family with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores for your carbon monoxide alarms. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is SportsCenter. I'm Doug Brown. Police in Kansas City now believe they know the cause of Wednesday's shooting at the Chiefs Championship Parade. Police Chief Stacy Graves. First and foremost, I want to stress that preliminary investigative findings have shown there was no nexus to terrorism or homegrown violent extremism. This appeared to be a dispute between several people that ended in gunfire. Stacy Graves, one person was killed, 22 others injured. Three people have been detained in connection with that shooting. Two of them are juveniles. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith will stay on the roster for the rest of this week, which will make his $12.7 million base salary guaranteed for the 2024 season. If he's still on the roster March 18th, he'll also get a $9.6 million roster bonus. Tiger Woods playing his first tour event in 10 months at Riviera. Today's first round, Woods one under through nine holes. Patrick Cantley and Will Zalatoris share the lead right now at six under par. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Cannon. Coming up Friday, Jerry Jones said he's going all in in 2024. I'll tell you what he needs to do in order for me to believe it. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15. 
Had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning. Get sheen in the city of the home of our heroes. What's up, Wichita? Good Thursday afternoon to you all. Hope you're having an excellent day. Welcome into another edition of The Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. We also have the ability to reach you on your smart speakers. If you have one, tell it to tune into ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. We also have the ability to reach you on your smartphone. You can open up an internet browser, ESPNWichita.com. There's a red Listen Live link there that you can click on and access the show. You can also access all the shows on the podcast page. It's all readily available at ESPNWichita.com. But also, too, you can listen to us on the TuneIn app. Some people like apps. It's a very simple thing to download, very simple thing to use, many different ways to listen to Wichita Sports Theater. If you would like to be a part of the show today, feel free to dial 316-669-4996. That is the hotline. So if you want to be a part of the show by voicing your opinion, you certainly can. 316-669-4996. Jack already gave away some Kansas lottery tickets So your chance to win those lotto tickets will have to wait until tomorrow right here on the show. If you want to be a part of the show by using the text line, we highly encourage you to text. We had a few individuals during the Shane Dennis Show with Jack Johnson use the text line. So if you would like to do the same thing, we'll love to hear from you. 316 247 0923. Michael asking who won the Chiefs lamp? Well, Michael, I have the winner. I haven't contacted the winner yet. So patience, my friend. Patience. Patience. Everyone wants things now. Don't you know that I'm still recovering from Las Vegas? By golly. That's a terrible excuse, and I hope you're not buying it. I will reach out to the individual. I have the winner. He has been selected. I know it isn't you. Well, Michael, here's the thing. What if I call this person, and let's say the number's bogus, and I can't reach this person? They have about 30 days to pick up their prize. That's when you go on to the next thing. It'd be very rare for someone to not pick up when giving away this beautiful Kansas City Chiefs spotlight neon sign, but you never know, so stay tuned. I have the winner. I did it during the show yesterday and I didn't have a chance to call the individual because, well, yesterday was a pretty serious day, and we'll have a little bit of a serious tone here at the very beginning of the show, which I think you all can figure out what's happening there. But feel free to use the text line. We do appreciate those questions, Michael. We always appreciate the input. 316-247-0923. We have social media. Like and follow all of our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, slash X, Instagram, Plenty of digital content coming up on those things. So continue to pay attention to our different social media handles. Please and thank you. Okay, here on the show today, coming up in 15 minutes, we'll be joined by Josh Howell from Visit Wichita. He'll be here in person. We chat with him once a month, although last month we didn't talk to him. It was Kyle Linstead 
and a U.S. figure skater that was a part of the show a month ago. So Josh, we didn't have a chance to visit with him. And at that time, I can't recall if the Dallas Cowboys were out of the playoffs yet. He's a big Cowboys guy. So when Josh gets here, of course, we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys, but we'll talk about some of the big events taking place. There is a big event coming up here this week at the Garvey Center at Friends University, the Air Capital Hoop Fest taking place with Sunrise Christian Academy, Veritas Academy, Wasatch, and Link Academy. Look at me remembering all those at the top of my head. Those four teams are going to be in action over there, so I know Josh is going to talk about that. We'll get a recap of the U.S. figure skating. We'll also take a look ahead at some of the National Wrestling Championships at the Division II level and at the NAIA level. We'll get into all that with Josh coming up in 15 minutes or so. Shortly after that, we will have Rising and Falling with Pete Anderson, brought to you by Advantage Point Financial Group. We had to shuffle some things up because we are just slammed today with wonderful guests. Hour number two is nothing but guest, which is crazy, but sometimes that's how the schedule lines up. So we'll have Rising and Falling with Pete at 2.40 or so in hour number one. In hour number two, Kevin Saul, Director of Athletics at Wichita State. Normally he's 325 once a month on a Thursday. We have to move him up to the beginning of hour number two because the voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haney, Bill Self is speaking in 15 minutes or so. We always try to give a little cushion for Brian. Bill Self tends to go a little bit longer, and sometimes Bill Self might not be there right at 2.30. So we are giving a little cushion there for Brian Haney coming up in hour number two. And then we do wrap things up with Terry France with Cars for Heroes. He's brought to you by Super Pools, and Terry does a lot of terrific work. I'm sure he's got thoughts on the situation that transpired in Kansas City, all of that stuff. So that is our lineup for today. It is February 15, 2024. Thank you so much for listening today. It is a beautiful day. Hope you had a great Valentine's Day. But for some, it was not a good day. In Kansas City, we're still sitting here, and I'm still sitting here 24 hours after the fact when this news started the break. I was just getting started. We were diving into parade day, and we were going down the, the list of funny things that we saw from Chris Jones saying he's going to be back next year and the year after that and the year after that, and then for his agent to hop on social media and say, nah, that's not really the situation, kind of refuting things. Travis Kelsey singing Friends in Low Places of all things on the stage and all those other joyous occasions only for things to end in a terrible, terrible way. And when it first started, we got wind of some reports early on that said it was just eight individuals that were that were wounded, and that was all that we knew. And then the next stage was one person had died, and three are in critical condition. And then as things progress throughout the day, you come to find out that out of the 23 injured, well, 22 injured, half of those are kids who got taken out of school to go 
catch this event and for them to have to go through something like this, while maybe they might physically recover, and you hope that they physically recover fine, mentally that is going to be a moment etched in their brains for potentially the rest of their lives. That's what they had to deal with yesterday on a day that was supposed to be nothing but celebration ends up in tragedy. And one of the individuals, the one individual that did pass away is someone that Stephen St. John of the Border Patrol knows really well. And listening to him speak earlier today, I know it was not easy for Stephen. It was not easy for SSJ. And it's still not easy to really do the show as of right now. Someone asked me not too long ago, getting ready for the show, hey, where are you headspace-wise? And it's a little bit better, but I can't help but sit here and not think about the 22 wounded. And I cannot sit here and go throughout the show without thinking of DJ Lisa Lopez-Galvin, who died after getting shot at the rally someone who was incredibly vital in the Latino community. I know that there's someone who I know who is in Wichita that knows her really well. And to to just hear that just breaks my heart. And to talk to others who are at the parade and, and, and that were right there. I know there was one instance yesterday where I got wind of this and it was so just instantaneous. I didn't know what was going on, but come to find out that someone was right next to an individual that got shot. Those moments should not happen. Those moments should not happen in uh, today's day and age, but they continue to happen because this is the reality of, of, of what we have in society today. Can you actually go out and actually be a part of a mass gathering now feeling safe? And me now being the a, a new father, it's like I don't know if I ever want to go out into these types of, of, of deals for the sake of my wife and my daughter. It's still heartbreaking and still incredibly tough to sit here and do a show and try to focus on sports. Because 24 hours is not enough. A week might not be enough. Maybe two weeks might be enough for me. It might take Jack five weeks. Who knows? But the one thing I do know is those individuals, those kids that had to go through this moment, this tragic moment, this this heinous act that takes place, they're going to have to live with that more likely for the rest of their lives. And that's what makes it so heartbreaking for me is thinking of those individuals and certainly thinking of of the families that were impacted by the death of Lisa Lopez-Galvin. Now three individuals have been, they're in custody, and we just heard a report from Sports Center that two of them are juveniles. It wasn't a terrorist threat or anything like that, just basically an altercation that had gone wrong. And if it wasn't for a couple of people Jumping into action and reacting, there could have been more. And those individuals that did tackle the shooters 
to prevent more destruction. They are the, the true heroes that need to be talked about. They need to be brought up. And that's what we need to be remembering going forward as well as we try to move on past from something like this. Still tough to sit here today and try to do this show, man. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's so tough. When moments like these happen all the time, it's, it's just tough to really deal with it, knowing that this is a regular thing. I just wish it wasn't. And regardless of you know, political alignment, I'm not going to sit here and talk about this, talk about that, but I hope there's one thing we can all agree on, and that is we need to be better human beings, and life is what we should be standing for. Because someone's life was lost yesterday at the rally. Jack, I want to go back to you. You've been in Kansas City, you know, for a while now. Ever since it happened, you were right there at at the at the studio running the show, so you've kind of had a chance to digest it a little bit. Anything else that you would like to add? And I guess what's kind of the feeling like in Kansas City today? Yeah, well, well, first off, I think you need a little bit more praise for what you had to deal with yesterday. Of you know. Sometimes when you're doing sports radio, the last thing you want to do is go off the path and talk about something that's not related to sports, especially when it's such a heavy subject. But we were kind of thrust into a situation where we had to. This hit close to home. This was you know, 20 minutes from the studio up here. I mean, it, it is uh, one of the darkest days in this city's history. So to juggle with that, I, I commend you a lot. That's really hard to do, especially when you don't know all the facts of it. And that was the scariest thing of it all is nobody really knew when it was ending. Um, you know, that there was reports of, well, they have five in custody and three in custody, and they had a cornered arm in, uh, in the Weston Hotel. It was like, how many of these guys are out there? You know, you have shooters that are getting tackled by people in the crowd, and it's a fully automatic weapon. This is not a pistol. This is a weapon that could do tons of damage to thousands of people. And what I just keep going back to more than anything, and obviously the lives that are lost is the hardest thing to – to stomach, I would argue what's even closer is the fact that nine kids, 11 kids are dealing with gunshot wounds and children's mercy. And I remember when I went to the Royals parade when I was 15 years old, not for a split second did I ever think in my mind something bad could go wrong. Just because when you're that young, and even these kids were younger than that, you're not thinking of stuff like that. They were out of school. Their parents had woken them up, taken them downtown, where they were probably so excited to see their heroes, mm-hmm. players they rooted for. I mean, I remember being eight or nine years old. I idolized Chiefs players. I idolized Royals players and, and KU players. And, you know, I had to go to basketball camps or baseball camps or football camps. Like, those are guys that I looked up to. So you have these eight, nine-year-old kids that are just so excited for that. And because of a couple of bums and losers uh, that have to handle whatever altercation it was like that, it's disgusting. It's absolutely despicable because I think back to when I was growing up, whether it was uh, going to school, going to a movie theater, going to a parade, I never thought of, of stuff like that. And yes, it is a silver lining that all those kids are going to recover and make a full recovery, but you brought it up, you know, that it, the reality is that's trauma that sticks with you. Um, that is trauma that doesn't go away because you were at an event that you were completely blindsided by. From one moment, we're all laughing about Willie Gay shoeless in the street and 
You know, they're all in an intoxicated state that you don't see regularly because they all have to put on this front of we're football players. We're representing a a business. We're representing a, a franchise. We are here to win football games. We can't be going crazy, you know, and getting drunk every single night. But it was the players' chance to let loose and have fun, and it was such a great day. Like, the weather was perfect. Everybody was laughing, posting videos of it, and the fact that that's the way that ends it is horrible to think that that's now the memory that we all have of it. It's not these other great memories and the memories that were made before the shooting, and I just can't believe it escalated uh, to something like that. I feel for everybody that was down there, even if they weren't riding the line of fire. I mean, just the panic of people running and not knowing where it's coming from and trying to find shelter, it's, it's scary, and nobody should ever, ever, ever have to worry or deal with that at a Super Bowl parade. Right. The only like I know it's the reality of the world we live in. But, you know, growing up, the only time you'd hear about gunfights and gunfire was war. It was the war over in Afghanistan. I know it's kind of a reach here, but when I was in elementary school, that's when they would talk about it. That's what I thought. I didn't think, oh, it could happen at a Super Bowl parade or a World Series parade or while I'm just simply out downtown. Like you just never think about that. And I feel so awful for the the lives that were lost, the families of, of those people. I feel awful for the kids today that are in the hospital. And, you know, I also want to commend the heroes down there that were able to tackle the shooter and, you know, the, the law enforcement officers that were there to put their lives on the line. And, and that can't get lost in this because there were great people that were able to stop uh, these horrific human beings uh, down there at the parade. And, you know, they need to be commended, but also we need to be thinking a lot about the people that were affected in this. Yeah, for sure. And as you brought up, think of the heroes, too. And I just saw a tweet moments ago retweeted by someone who I know and the police at the secured scene of the shooting. They've used folding chairs left at the Union Station to spell out a message of hope, and that is Casey Strong. You have some Chiefs players. Those heroes that you talked about, Jack, those those guys are still heroes, and they, they were heroes and, and then some. Trey Smith taking his title belt and giving it to someone and just relaxing him for as much as you as much as he possibly could. Andy Reid giving someone a hug and trying to calm him down. Some of those Chiefs players, they they turn as much as we view them as like heroes on the field, they turn into real life heroes and those stories are going to stick with those individuals for the rest of their lives. Twenty two uh, wounded, one dead from the shooting yesterday and we still sit here and, and, and think of that 24 hours after the fact. It was about 2.15 here on the show when we started getting wind that there was something going down. And then at that point forward, that's when we went into Wyatt Thompson and we went from, hey, this is a, a fun conversation to very serious. And it still continues to be a very serious scene in Kansas City, thinking about all those people affected by this poor decision by a couple of disgusting individuals just just devastating for no doubt just devastating okay we need to take a break later on this hour we have rising and falling with pete anderson when we return we will visit with josh howe from visit wichita we'll talk about some of the big events coming up presented by visit wichita but we'll also maybe get a recap of dallas cowboy football with josh how we'll see that's coming up next right here on the pulse on espn wichita this is the pulse on wichita's new sports leader espn wichita 92.3 fm 
Mahomes swings it. It's there! Hardman! Jackpot! Kansas City! It's a great win It's because I know how hard it is to do. It wasn't just offense. It wasn't just defense. Everybody had to step up, and um, it was a heck of a run. I think it made us tougher for moments like right now. Congratulations to the back-to-back world champion Kansas City Chiefs. From all of us at ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 23 seconds? This Fire Prevention Month First Alert is reminding you to be prepared by installing smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on every level and in each bedroom of your home. Don't forget to add First Alert fire extinguishers on every level plus in common spaces like the kitchen and know how to use them. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores today. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention, have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get wings the way you want them. Try Twin Peaks wings, bone-in breaded, naked, smoked and grilled, or boneless in your favorite saucer rub. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. This game just was the microcosm of our entire season. Man, I, uh, I couldn't be more proud of the guys, and I, it's such an honor to be on this team. Uh, I was there when Tom Brady said, I'm turning the keys over to you, and he did it right in our locker room. I knew if we got in the tournament, man, we were going to be a hard team to beat because I know the guys that we have and how hard we work. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92. 3FM. Hour number two should be a lot of fun with Kevin Saul, Director of Athletics at Wichita State. We'll also have Brian Haney, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, and Terry Franz with Cars for Heroes. Lots of stuff going on in hour number two. But here in hour number one, we get our monthly visit from Josh Howe from Visit Wichita. He joins us here today. Josh, last month, decided to skip. I can't recall if it was before or after the Cowboys collapsed in the postseason. Was it before? I don't recall. I, I don't like to talk about that anymore, so <laughs> we can uh, we can move on. It's to be expected. <laughs> at least at least you're a realistic Cowboys fan. You know that it's fun for a little bit, and then it's not so fun. 
I am. Yeah, I I tell everybody that. You know, I'm, I know there's a lot of Cowboys fans out there that say we're going to win it all this year. That is definitely not me. I I enjoy the season, and then as soon as the playoffs hit, it's kind of uh, if they win a game and surprise me, then I'll be happy and <laughs> pleasantly surprised. But uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a long time. So hopefully they'll. Uh, there's always next year, right? That's what we said there's for 30 next years, year. I think. so. Yeah, well, although you might have Patrick Mahomes to deal with again because they're talking about a three-peat now. So. Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes any longer. I, uh, <laughs> I thought this year, like, like everybody else, I mean, they had kind of a mediocre regular season, right? Like maybe this is the year that they fall off a little bit, but playoffs hit. doesn't matter if they're favorite underdogs. Mm-hmm. I'm not betting against Mahomes any longer. So mm-hmm. he is a, a stud, and I think the – the Chiefs are now legitimately a you could talk about a dynasty with them. So congrats to all my, my buddies and Chiefs fans and it's still you know, when I don't root for the Cowboys, it, it is fun to see the the Chiefs have success and they for the most part go about it the right way and so yeah, it's uh it's uh it's good to be uh, in Wichita with all these Chiefs fans and you know, I think uh yeah, three peat is certainly not out mm-hmm. of the question. Yeah, here I am. I'm two for two going to Super Bowls. Involving the Chiefs, right, yeah. so let's keep that rolling. That'd be that'd be wonderful. Well, here you are sporting an Air Capital Hoop Fest deal, That's which right. makes sense because the action is here. We're it's we're here. ready for it at uh, the Garvey Center at Friends University. You have Sunrise Christian Academy, the local squad. Kyle Linstead was the one who joined us last month in place of of Josh. But also on top of Sunrise Christian Academy, you have Veritas, you have Link Academy, and you also have Wasatch as as part of this. It's going to feature some of the best talent and guys that are playing now, could be playing at Kentucky, could be playing at KU, could be playing anywhere. Those guys could be future NBA stars. So if you have any interest in some basketball, a tonight at 5 o'clock at Friends University, and then tomorrow you can get in on the action as well how pumped are you for the second annual air capital hoop fest yeah this is a really exciting event and i know you know you mentioned the names there you got wasatch and veritas and and link academy and and to the average basketball fan you might not know you know what are these schools um why should i be excited but like you mentioned if you go down their rosters right now go online you've got kids committed to north carolina and arkansas ku k-state um, this is a high school basketball tournament, but in reality, these are D1. These are going to be D1 college players in the next year or two. And like you mentioned, a good majority of NBA players come from this uh, conference that all these teams play at. And uh, of course, Sunrise. I mean, Buddy Hield, Grady Dick, um, so many good players that have mm-hmm. played not only in the NBA but high-level D1 and are currently playing high-level D1. So. If you're a basketball fan at all, you need to get out to friends and and check this out. Tickets are super cheap. Yeah. Uh, and you're watching. There are definitely some future NBA players that are going to be on the court this weekend. Yeah, $10 plus fees. A student discount also applies. Get more information at visitwichita.com slash aircapitalhoopfest in case you're wondering. But if you can't make it out, these games are also going to be broadcast on ESPN, ESPN U and ESPN Plus. So just FYI, yep. if you want to witness that, Feel free to do it. And I, of course, I'm a little excited. I'm a little biased because it's at the Garvey Center. So yeah, that's like your home away from it's home. It's a right? home away from home. Yeah, I actually saw Rob Ramsey earlier today. I was surprised he was out and about. I figured he was getting ready for the Air Capital Hoop Fest. 
Uh, before too long, there will be a national championship event at Hartman Arena. The 2024 NAIA Men's Wrestling National Championship is set to take place. Tickets are now on sale, and it will be held February 29th through March 2nd. This is your fifth consecutive year to host the national championship. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure where you are in terms of streaks, but something tells me five in a row is pretty darn spectacular. Yeah, you know, you bid on these events, hoping to bring them to Wichita for a year, maybe two years, and, and this is kind of an example of a, an event that um, when you do it the right way and develop that relationship with the NAI and their staff and they want to keep coming back, and, of course, you can't do it alone. You have the, the whole city kind of behind you. But, um, yeah, really fun event. Uh, five years in a row, like you mentioned, and hopefully we can continue. I think we have them locked in for 25 as well. Mm. So if you're a wrestling fan, again, these are some of the best college wrestlers in the nation at NAIA schools. This is the first year that they've extended to a three-day event, three-day championship. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday now, as opposed to just usually Friday and Saturday. So more volunteers needed then. More volunteers. We're always <laughs> looking for volunteers for these events. It's uh, Jessica on our team uh, does a great job in kind of leading the charge on on hosting these and trying to round up officials and volunteers and yeah, we need table workers and um, wrestling's a whole nother beast where you, you yeah. need a lot of a lot of help with the, getting the mats rolled out and um, but no, it, it's a it's a great event. It's always a lot of fun. The NAI is great to work with. So if you're a wrestling fan, I encourage you to come out and yeah, and volunteer if you want to. We'll we'll feed you, get you a volunteer T-shirt and yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. And you know, let's be real too. You're going to get yourself a workout. Because Absolutely. those mats, those mats <laughs> they are, are the real deal, man. Yeah, when I first, uh, this is kind of going to be an embarrassing story, but when we first hosted my first wrestling event, I'm not a wrestling guy. You know, I know the other sports, but um, so when they're talking about we need eight wrestling mats, you know, eight college-sized wrestling mats, and they come in, in little strips. If you know wrestling, I think a college wrestling mat maybe comes in eight strips of matting. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have to tape them together. Well, I didn't know any of this, so... Um, we're getting the strips of matting out and there's one strip that's getting ready to be rolled out. And I'm thinking that's, this is one mat. Mm-hmm. And so when it's rolled out, I'm like, oh, that's not, that's not that bad. You know, this <laughs> little did I know that's one eighth of a mat that I was rolling out. So, um, I've learned a lot about <laughs> wrestling over the years. Let's just say that. <laughs> you sound like me when I saw wrestling for the first time, that was not my reaction. My reaction was, oh, look at all this. And. <laughs> And look how many more mats they have to do. Think about it. What, 600 different people are going to be here for the event trying to compete for a national championship in their respective weight classes. That's just going to be insane. And then shortly after that, a couple weeks after the fact, March 15th and March 16th, the NCAA Division II Wrestling National Championships taking place at Newman University in well, excuse me, Newman University serving as the host. It's going to take place at Hartman. Yep. Got to make sure I get that correct. Well, apparently you must have done some good work at the NAI level because maybe the Division Two said, you know what, you've done this five times in a row. Well, maybe we should go ahead and come to Wichita for the first time ever. Yeah, this is a, another exciting one, and it's always it's always exciting when you host something for the first time. And um, I think our relationship that we've developed with the NCAA, not only us, but of course, uh, Brad and his team at Wichita State, and now we're able to work with Newman and Joe, and she does a great job over there uh, working with their wrestling team and and their whole department over there. So between Visit Wichita and Newman University, um, we're very, very excited to host the D2 Wrestling National Championships. We have a week in between, so we go NAI, one-week break, and uh, <laughs> and then we're right back in it for, for D2s. So 
Um, it's actually pretty cool. They send out brand new wrestling mats for the NCAA D2s, and I think they're branded on one side. And then as soon as we're done with them, they take those mats and ship them uh, right up for the D1 championships because on the back side of those mats, they have the D1 logos. So, um, yeah, the wrestling, I mean, these are, again, the, some of the greatest college wrestlers in the country competing for a national championship. We're hopeful that uh, Newman might have a couple guys that will be uh, vying for a national title as well. So hopefully we'll get to see some local talent. Um, but it's been great working with Newman and uh, very excited to host and, and show the NCAA another warm Wichita welcome and host uh, that will hopefully lead to more you know national championships and, and other events in the, the NCAA. Well, first-time events, I mean, come on, you get a little bit more excited for first-time events. No offense to the ones that keep coming back. It Maybe it's a shared equal type of balance, but – I mean, you got to be doing backflips when you win something for the first time. I mean, yeah, it's it's always exciting. And like I mentioned, the NCAA, you know, they're they're a, they're a big staff, obviously, but also a small knit um, community. So you know, word gets around when hey, we host a great NCAA March Madness in 2018. Of course, we were supposed to host in 21 again, and and COVID kind of derailed that. But when you do a good job in hosting these events, and Brad again at Wichita State and their whole team just rolled out the red carpet and put on an incredible event in 2018 for men's basketball. And then again in 22, when we hosted the women. Mm-hmm. Um, word gets around. And so hopefully we can continue to do a, a great job in hosting this D2 event. And that could lead to to lead to future events. And the, the bid cycle, believe it or not, uh, we just submitted several more bids for 27 and 28. They worked that far in advance. So um, hopefully uh, continue to keep announcing new NCAA events and developing that relationship with them. But it's, uh, yeah, I think the more you continue to, to produce good events and, and we can't, again, can't do it alone. The city has to get behind you and you got to sell tickets. And, and thankfully, Wichitans love their sports and, and we fill those arenas. So it's always, uh, it's always, a, it makes our job easier when the city gets behind it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. Okay. Well, last time when we did as this type of segment. In addition to Kyle Linstead being here, I also had a chance to visit with someone for the U.S. figure skating. And I got to say, I'm, I'm still learning that aspect. You might be a pro now by now, Josh. I, I, I am not a pro whatsoever, but the competitions for this event took place at Interest Bank Arena. It was the U.S. figure skating 2024 Midwestern Synchronized Skating Sectional Championship, attracted more than 100 teams, 1,000 athletes, ranging from the ages of 7 to 70. And I know there for a little bit you were asking for more volunteer help. Hopefully that push was able to get you enough volunteers. How did that event go? That event went really well. And I want to say uh, I know you had a challenge. We, we, we tried to test you last time when you had, I think, Kyle in studio, <laughs> Cassie calling in. So you are juggling talking about basketball to figure skating and I want looking to say, at one I person say, and not being able to look at one person. You yeah. handled that very well. I just want to say, um, <laughs> I thought you did a great job on Thank that, you. but, uh, I'm sure that wasn't easy, but no, the event itself was awesome. Um, it, it was a first time event, but it was, we hosted one very similar. This is our fourth time hosting a U.S. figure skating event. Um, and hopefully locals were able to come out and see it because it is a really unique sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that I think you mentioned we initially said a thousand athletes turned out to be about sixteen hundred oh, athletes wow. were here, and they not only practice over at the ice center, but they also, as you mentioned, compete over at Interest Bank Arena. And we bring in about forty judges and officials that have to come in from all over the country, and they're staying here three or four nights. So um, even if you weren't able to go check it out, just know that 
events like this are huge for Wichita because they bring in, again, all these people staying in the hotels, eating at the restaurants, hopefully shopping in the stores and visiting attractions in their downtime. Um, so I think we estimated roughly around $2.5 million into the local Wichita economy here. So a uh, great event. It's always great to work with U.S. figure skating. And, again, the, the relationships we're developing, it's not to say that, you know, down the road in a year or two, we could be looking at potentially hosting the U.S. figure skating championships. And those are the, the singles and the doubles where you see in the Olympics and uh, nationally televised. And um, so the more you host these other type of events, the more they see you can put on a, a good a good show for them and run it the right way. And, again, City gets behind it, and so they, they lead to other things. So the fact that we've hosted them four times, we have three sheets of ice downtown within a mile of each other, that's huge. So I think uh, – Great event, like you mentioned, and hopefully this could also lead to even bigger and better events with U.S. figure skating. Yeah, no doubt. And then by then, you know, you'll be a pro. You'll be. That's right. We had skates waiting for you. I was. We were I'm expecting sure. to show up, but uh, I didn't get the invite for the media event. Mm -hmm. And if, even if I did, oh darn, sorry. I would have tried though. Had you actually done it, just like the wheelchair, I, I was all for it. And things just it happened during the show so yep. it would have been really awesome Next to time. try to do uh <laughs> do the show well i mean you've you've already challenged me in a couple different ways so why not just add a wheelchair right. into the mix all right josh well i greatly appreciate you stopping on by glad that 2024 is off to a hot start enjoy the air capital hoop fest tonight inside the garvey center at friends university and we'll talk to you again soon Thanks, as always. Appreciate it. Josh Howell, Howell with Visit Wichita right here on The Pulse. For more information on the events that were talked about or other events or what's happening in Wichita, visit their website, visitwichita.com, constantly updating their calendar of events, and there's always something fun to do in the heart of the country. And if there's a sporting event you think Wichita could and should host, reach out to the sports team at Visit Wichita. I think that is a wonderful thing. They are willing to listen to you, which I think that could be incredibly valuable. So a couple of different things you could do there for Visit Wichita. They continue to do great work here in the city, bringing wonderful events that are going to impact this town. Okay, coming up in hour number two, we have Brian Haney, we have Kevin Saul, we have Terry Franz, back to back to back when it comes to interviews. When we return, we'll have our weekly segment with Pete Anderson. It is our Rising and Falling, brought to you by Vantage Point Financial Group, next on The Pulse. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Join us at Rock and Bruce Casino Bremen Fridays and Saturdays in February for your chance to win big. 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. every 30 minutes, two lucky guests will be drawn for $250 free play on Fridays and $350 free play on Saturdays. If one of those winners isn't present to win, you win both prizes up to $700 in free play. Only at Rock and Bruce Casino Bremen, I-35, exit 231. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late night fights. 
Are you following Wichita Sports Leader on social media? You can check out the latest news, videos, and so much more from ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search ESPN Wichita on your favorite social media platform and get to following the leader now. Be on the lookout for special giveaways that take place throughout the year and weigh in on the action on social media. That's ESPN Wichita on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Back here on the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. That music can only mean one thing. It is time for Rising and Falling, brought to you by Vantage Point Financial Group. Putting together your financial goals and plans on your own, it can often become overwhelming. Let Pete Anderson help you with that. Working with Pete can help put the pieces in place so you can meet your goals and plans for the future, find him online at vpfgroup.com or you can visit him in person at 12219 East Central Avenue, Suite 201 in Wichita. Pete, I think there are a lot of people in Vegas that could probably use some financial advice. Probably quite a few there. It was fun, though. I'm not going to lie. We were talking a little bit before doing the segment. It was a lot of fun, that's for sure. And people don't know how the sausage is made behind the scenes. Pete now knows exactly how it's made behind the scenes, which we don't need to go into those details right now. Instead, let's take a look at some of the players that are on the rise and some of the teams that might be falling here this week. We always start with the Sunflower States. We always start with risers. It's probably a little tougher this time around considering K-State, KU, and Wichita State, all of them losing in the last couple of days, but Pete Anderson, as always, you kick it off. Yeah, it was a rough week uh, for the state of Kansas. I'm going to go with Xavier Bell of Wichita State, the Andover Central Jaguar. Scored a career-high 25 against Florida Atlantic on Sunday in a near upset for the Shockers. Jack Johnson, who's rising in your eyes? I'm going to go with Colby Rogers of Wichita State. Five straight games scoring in double figures, and in that overtime loss to FAU, had 21 points on just 13 shots. Also shot 60% from deep, so he is going to be my riser of the week. Yeah, those are the only two options I think you have for this week, either Colby Rogers or Xavier Bell. I don't think you have any other choices. If you really want to gamble and say Nick Timberlake, I guess you can, but I'm not going to be the person to say Nick Timberlake is on the rise. I'm going to go with Colby Rogers, as you brought up, Jack. He leads the conference in three-pointers per game, and he leads the conference in made three-pointers at 66. I think he's been as good as advertised. We all thought, Hey, this guy's supposed to be a three-point marksman. Didn't know what that would mean because Wichita State hasn't really had those three-point shooters in the last couple of years. But I got to say, though, man, he is doing quite well, and I think he's only going to get better moving forward. Jack Johnson, now for the real tough part, who is falling in the Sunflower State? Going to go with Hunter Dickinson of Kansas uh, in his last two games, not really shooting at a high percentage from the floor, especially not in their loss to Texas Tech. Missed 10 of the 12 shots he took. He has only hit, I believe, two three-pointers in the last 25 attempts. So it's been really ugly on that front. But maybe more importantly, 
not rebounding the ball at such a high rate anymore. Last two games, no double digits in rebounds, 7-7 seven and seven against Baylor and Texas Tech. I know he's dealing with a lot of double teams, a lot of triple teams, because nobody else seems to be able to score for this team with Kevin McCuller out, but he is the top guy. He is the alpha of the starting five. He can't be having many performances like he's had the last two times out. Right there with you. Give me Hunter Dickinson. He was going to be the the one on my list too. The rebounding aspect is a concern. And you just wonder what the rest of the season is going to be like for him. I brought up resting Kevin McCuller Jr. the other day. Not saying the rest Hunter Dickinson, but I just wonder where he is. It's a long, grueling season. I just wonder if that's also impacting him as well. But, hey, guess what? You are the guy. You are the All-American. You are the prize possession in the offseason for KU. You better get it up and running as you get closer and closer to the month of March. Pete, who's falling? Tyler Perry <laughs> followed up a great performance against KU uh, with an absolute stinker at BYU. Uh, wasn't just bad shooting the ball against BYU. He was continuously picked on defensively. Uh, the Cougars put him in a bind, and it really cost K-State in that game. Yeah, Tyler Perry. He's been up and down this year, to say the least. On to college basketball players. Let's start with the riser with Pete Anderson. Darian Williams of, K- of Texas Tech. <laughs> uh, absolutely perfect from the field and scoring 30 points. Uh, but also defensively gave KU, uh, the KU's really, I, wh- who I believe is their most consistent player, KJ Adams, absolute fits, uh, just throughout the game. Jack Johnson. I'm going to go with Pele Larson of Arizona as the Wildcats have now sprung into a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Last three games, double figures after giving only 10 in the two previous games before that. Also had 27 against Utah and 18 and a big win over Colorado. Both those games coming on the road. So Larson is my riser in college basketball. I think everyone knows my feeling on Marquette, led by Shaka Smart. I don't give him a lot of praise, but I do have to give praise to Tyler Kolick, who has been on a tear. His last four, 32 points against Nova, 17 against Georgetown, 27 against St. John's, 27 against Butler on Tuesday night. <clears throat> and this is a guy who's supposed to be, you know, a dish guy. He is. Five assists, 13 assists, eight assists, and nine assists, and also, two six or more rebounds in three of the last four games as well. Tyler Kolick, my riser of the week in college basketball. Jack Johnson, who is the falling guy in college basketball? I'm actually going to go with a coach here, and I'm going to go with Hubert Davis of North Carolina. Mm. Uh, three very weird losses in the last couple weeks. They lose to Georgia Tech, who's been a terrible team all year on the road. They lose to Clemson at home. And then the other night, they lose to Syracuse in the Carrier Dome. Now, they did have wins against Duke and Miami on the road, sandwiched in between that. But this was a top-three team in the nation, and now I think that one-seed possibility is slowly slipping away because they still have to go to Virginia. They have to go play Duke on the road. And who knows how it's going to look at home because Clemson was able to upend them uh, at North Carolina a couple weeks back. So to me... Uh, Hubert Davis kind of falling back into the coach that he was last year and losing games that North Carolina really shouldn't be losing. Pete Anderson? I'm also going with North Carolina, uh, going with their team defense. You look at their stats offensively, and it's really hard to to see how they would ever lose. Um, they shot 44% from three versus Syracuse. They out-rebounded Syracuse by eight, and they lost by seven. 
Well, that's because they gave up 62% shooting from the field, 47% from three. Uh, if Hubert Davis is going to make another deep run in the tournament, they got to get their defense figured out. Okay, since you're going coaches here, can I just say, and I know Gonzaga just beat Kentucky, but can I throw in Mark Few? Because right now, Gonzaga, when I was looking at bracketology, they are one of the first four out of the tournament right now. Let that sink in. A tournament without Gonzaga. I'm trying to remember the last time that's been the case. Mark Few has been that guy, but Mark Few this year has been a massive, massive challenge. I know they knocked off Kentucky the other day, but come on, man. That is that is something to look out for. So Mark Few would be the one on the way down in my eyes. As for teams, a college basketball team that's on the rise, P. Anderson. Iowa State. The Cyclones right now are my favorite to win the Big 12. Uh, just won a road game at Cincinnati. They have three uh, road games remaining in Big 12 play at Houston, at UCF, and at K-State. Every one of their home games looks winnable, and they have a good shot to probably win two of those three remaining on the road. Jack Johnson? Yeah, I, I was going to go with Iowa State as well. They had a huge win against Cincinnati on the road. I think it's going to be neck and neck between them and Houston. I mean, I didn't know if Iowa State was ever going to get back to that top 10 level that Fred Hoiberg had them under. They may be better with, with T.J. Oltzelberger. They're back to being a buzzsaw. Uh, the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City is going to be overrun by Iowa State fans, and if they're the number one seed in the Big 12 tournament, uh, look out because that entire fan base is going to take over Kansas City. Oh, my gosh. We're going to be up there in KC. I'm just trying to think of what that's going to be like. We saw a ton of Cyclophans when we were there last year, but something tells me it's going to it's going to be on a whole other planet if that's going to be the case. Hey, how about South Carolina being back on the way up? After a little dip there, South Carolina, they have rattled off seven straight wins after falling to Georgia. They beat Arkansas, who's not very good, but they knocked off a top-10 team in Kentucky not only knocked them off, but demolished them. And they also beat Tennessee on the road, and they beat Ole Miss, who I think is a pretty good team. South Carolina now gearing up for Auburn, but I'm going to go with the South Carolina Gamecocks, a team that is on the rise. Jack Johnson, a college basketball team that's falling. Going to go with the team that you just mentioned right there in Kentucky. For the first time in their existence, or at least Rupp Arena's existence, they've lost three straight home games there. Now, I would say to good teams, Florida, Tennessee, and Gonzaga. But Kentucky's now had this stretch of the last five to seven years where they're nowhere near where they used to be uh, in terms of being a top-five team, one of the most feared teams in the SEC. They did pick up a very big win at home before that three-game losing – or after, excuse me, that three-game losing streak because they beat Ole Miss earlier in the week. But they did lose those three before that, and now they've got two tough road tests against Auburn and LSU – I don't know what seed they're going to end up on, but I know right now Kentucky fans are not happy whatsoever with where John Calipari has them at. Well, if they get to a, a seven seed, I guarantee you everyone's going to be picking them to go deep and probably win a national championship. Kentucky at being that type of seed is always dangerous. I'm going to go with Wisconsin. The Badgers have certainly fallen off the map. At one point, they were right there hovering you know, as a top five team. But after being Michigan State, they dropped four in a row, a loss at Nebraska, at Michigan, at Rutgers, and they got hammered by the Scarlet Knights, and they lost to the number two team in the country by six in Purdue. They did bounce back by getting a win against Ohio State, but Wisconsin, 
plummeting almost outside the top 25. P. Anderson. Going to go with Texas. Uh, Texas has four Big 12 road games remaining, and they're not going to be favored in any of them. At Houston, at KU, at Tech, and at Baylor. I don't see how the Longhorns have a shot to make the NCAA tournament this year, seeing as they played no one in the non-conference either. Horns down. Come at me, Ronnie Terry. Uh, that's one thing for Vegas, I did tell you about too. Baker Mayfield walked in, and Ty Lebo is a big Oklahoma guy. He was like, hey, Baker. Gave him the horns down. Baker immediately nodded his head and did horns down. If Ronnie Terry was there, he would have blown a gasket. All right, on to our wild card. You can pick whatever here. Can be a riser, can be a faller. Pete Anderson, you go first. Rising, and I'm going to go with the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> uh, they signed Bobby Wood Jr. to a long-term extension last week, and now this week they announced the new stadium uh, coming into downtown Kansas City. Things may be looking up for the Royals. Just maybe. We'll see if the winds follow all the exciting news. Jack Johnson. I'll just go with the Kansas City Chiefs, back-to-back uh, -back Super Bowl champions. They had their parade earlier in the week. Um, all those guys, you know, have been hearing the noise. They heard the people that doubted them, and they kind of put themselves in elite company. Not kind of. They did put themselves in elite company with the 49ers, the Cowboys, and the Patriots is the only team to go back-to-back. -back. And now the question remains, can they be the first ever to have a three-peat? I know they'll be a top three favorite, so we'll see what they do this offseason to make sure that happens. Yeah, that'd be the other thing. What happens this offseason? Lots of questions there. All right, I figured that you would – I figured Pete would go Chiefs. I figured Jack would go Royals. He flip-flopped. I'm going to go – and I know this is going to be really strange. I'm going to go with Craig Porter Jr. And here's why I'm bringing up Craig Porter Jr. This guy went undrafted – didn't know what he would be like in the NBA. I always thought that he had a chance to be a good NBA player. The Cavaliers are signing two-way guard Craig Porter Jr. to a new four-year contract. He's averaging seven points per game, three assists per game as part of the Cavs' rotation as a rookie. He's an undrafted success story. Craig Porter Jr. getting some money, a four-year contract. All he wanted was a chance. He got one, and he's capitalizing. Congratulations to Craig Porter Jr., who's on the rise. All right, Pete, that does it for us. If people want to get a hold of you, how did they do it? Yeah, if you've fallen into some cash like Craig Porter Jr., <laughs> give me a text, 316-333-7530. We can answer all your financial questions. All right, that is Pete Anderson, and that is our Rising and Falling, brought to you by Advantage Point Financial Group. Putting together your financial goals and plans on your own, it can often become overwhelming. Let Pete help you with that. Working with Pete can help put the pieces in place so you can meet your goals and plans for the future. You can find him online at vpfgroup.com or go see him in person. He's a nice guy at 12219 East Central Avenue, Suite 201 in Wichita. That wraps up hour number one on the polls. Coming up in hour number two, we have lots more fun here on the polls in ESPN Wichita. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Osaic Wealth is separately owned and other entities in our marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Osaic Wealth. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.